Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Ken. Did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Yesterday uh, was the day that uh, Sheila Kuehl woke up. Of course, she knew what was coming. Because uh, somebody had tipped her off that uh, sheriff's deputies and some federal agents were uh, going to do a raid on her house to look for evidence involving a no-bid contract that one of uh, her good friends, Patricia Giggins, uh, got from the county. Patricia Giggins is the director of Peace Over Violence, and they had set up this, uh, it's a nonprofit, they had set up this uh, hotline for <coughs> people who suffer sexual harassment on the buses and trains of L.A., which happens all the time because you have mostly mental patients and drug addicts on the trains, and they're mostly guys. And so that behavior is going on all the time. Uh, the thing is, I guess they didn't publicize it at all. Hardly anybody ever called. Uh, Peace Over Violence would submit these public numbers showing that they they um, took thousands of calls in, but in reality, it was very few. Most of them were hang-ups, wrong numbers, people looking for help for other matters that didn't apply. Probably a lot of telemarketers doing the auto dial. In any event, uh, they Patricia Giggins had gotten several contracts worth over $800,000. No-bid contracts, contracts that weren't voted on by design. As I said in the last segment, one of the contracts was just $4,000 below the threshold that would have forced the uh, L.A. County supervisors to vote on it. And, of course, this Shillicule is best friends with Patricia Giggins. And there is testimony from someone who worked for Metro that they would pay Giggins every time they got invoices, even if it wasn't part of the contract, because 
The CEO, Philip Washington, did not want to upset Sheila Kuehl's friend and wanted a political favor from Sheila Kuehl at some point, so he was willing to look overlook uh, a particular $75,000 bill. Now, what was curious yesterday is that George Gascon would normally have this evidence presented to him, and if he was going to make any statement at all, it would be, well, I'll wait till you present the evidence. But he kind of preempted saying, well, no, we, we know there's nothing to this case even without seeing the evidence, um, which is why there were federal agents there, because it looks like the sheriff's department is going to turn any evidence over to the feds, uh, the U.S. attorney's office. Anyway, this is all highly unusual. And to explain this, we're going to talk with John Lewin now. Uh, he's been with us uh, several times recently, deputy district attorney, major crimes division. John. Hey, it's great, great to talk to you. Wait, am I on with Josh of Josh and Ken? You know, there's a Josh Lewin in town. I, I do, I do. He's a uh, he does UCLA uh, basketball and football. Right, right. So uh, you know, we have the same name, John. I know, I know. Uh, hey, no problem, no problem. Uh, well, John, so listen, I need to get I, I need to get the uh, the uh, stuff out of the way. First of all, I am representing only myself. The anything that I say is in no way. Uh, an expression of the opinions, et cetera, of the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office. Also, in case uh, Mr. Gascon and his people are watching, I took the day off today. So uh, <laughs> even though it's uh, it's 3 o'clock, uh, I'm not on company time. So, Oh, I think they have so someone assigned to listen to our show every afternoon. Oh, oh, oh I'm sure. Um, let me just start with the idea that George Gascon is a district attorney is going to literally give a press statement not only about an active case, but about a case that isn't even filed yet, an investigation. So he's going to go to the media, and he's going to talk about an unfiled case. By the way, I've been a prosecutor for 30 years. Unlike George Gascone, I actually try cases in the courtroom, a lot of them. He's never seen a courtroom as a trial lawyer. Maybe if he had, he would understand that part of our ethical duties are to make sure that we are not commenting on active criminal cases while a prosecution is still going on. What's the only thing worse than that? Well, I guess it would be commenting on a case that is not even filed on a confidential investigation. So the district attorney says the following. He says the allegation was investigated by LASD and submitted for filing consideration in September of 2021. I have no idea whether that's true or not, but certainly he would have records, be interested to see those. Uh, we reviewed the case and determined that the state of the evidence at that time did not prove criminal conduct beyond a reasonable doubt. Now, if Mr. Gascon understood how search warrants work, beyond a reasonable doubt, is not a standard that is applied. It is basic 101. Any grade one prosecutor is going to understand that the cases say that all you have to do to issue a search warrant is there is, quote, a fair probability that the individual committed a crime. And just in case you were not sure what that means, other cases say, for instance, quote, finely tuned standards like reasonable doubt or by a preponderance of the evidence, have no place in the probable cause decision. So he basically cites a legal um, burden, which is incorrect for a search warrant. Then he says, continuing, 
LASD indicated that they would continue to investigate. We have not had additional contact on the matter, and we're not consulted or aware of the search warrants that were served today. So let me go to that part. Law enforcement almost never goes to us in advance to say we are issuing a search warrant. Does not happen. In the few cases when it does happen, and it is very rare, just is un- doesn't happen. In those cases where it does happen, it is absolutely voluntary on the part of law enforcement. Because remember, John, they have a judge who is neutral. He doesn't work for the district attorney, a judge or he or she goes through the search warrant and decides, is there probable cause to issue it? Finally, he says, in this case, because we did not review the warrant beforehand, we do not intend to defend it if challenged in court. Well, one, there's no case filed. How would you know what the grounds are if there's no case filed? He doesn't know what was seized. He doesn't know in particular, what the ramifications are of what was seized, and he doesn't know what the end result, what the arguments will be made if there ends up ever being a case as to whether or not the search was improper. So to say in advance on an unfiled case, knowing nothing, we're not going to defend this, how can you ethically say that? What it smacks of is it smacks of politics, it smacks of cronyism, And it smacks of a district attorney who is ignorant, completely devoid of any idea of what the job entails. None. This is him trying to provide cover for his friend, Sheila Kuehl. Well, listen, it's certainly, John, I have no idea what the merits of the allegations are. Now, I've read the search warrant. It it certainly uh, raises some issues. I have no idea whether they're they're legitimate or not. I know that a Superior Court judge found that certainly there was enough to issue the warrant. The idea that uh, Supervisor Cool has been an ally, a strong ally of the district attorney, and that he's going to go out there on his own issuing a, a press statement about an unfiled case, about investigation, is just shocking. And then to add to that, and I was just floored by this. So apparently the supervisor, and this is not speculation, the supervisor stated that she was tipped off to the search warrant, that they were going to be serving a search warrant by the inspector general a former prosecutor in our office, someone who worked in the Public Integrity Division. And he is calling or communicating to the supervisor that she's going to be a target, that a search warrant's coming. Now, if you think about it, John, in law enforcement and in criminal prosecution, we want to serve search warrants when the person doesn't know. Any idea why? Uh, So they don't destroy the evidence? (laughs) So... If, so I have no idea what, if anything, they recovered. But I'll tell you this, considering that apparently, according to the Sheriff's Department website and comments by uh, the supervisor herself, she was there with a lawyer or a representative of county council when they showed up with the warrant. So clearly she had advance notice. So I have no idea whether she is uh, 
engaged in criminal conduct, whether she's innocent as the driven snow, I have no idea. But I can tell you what 30 years of being a prosecutor tells me. If there was evidence that would have been inculpatory, it sure as hell wasn't going to be there once law enforcement showed up when she knew they were coming. So the idea that ethically somebody who used to be a prosecutor could do that, if it's true, yeah, it's beyond the pale. She named Max Huntsman the inspector general. Uh, if if it's true and he did that, what's what's the legality of him tipping her off? So listen, that is not my area. I'm a cold case homicide prosecutor. Um, there are certain statutes in certain sections, including you know conspiracy to basically obstruct justice that. Potentially, I think someone would look at. I have no idea. Um, I can tell you this, and I, and I should comment. Not only does law enforcement not go to the district attorney's office to have their warrants, quote, reviewed, approved, etc., but even when they have arrest warrants in California, it's a state where law enforcement on their own can go to a judge without our knowledge. And they can get an arrest warrant for a suspect. They can arrest them for a crime, and then we have to decide if we're going to file the case. I prosecuted, I was part of a team of lawyers that prosecuted a man named Robert Durst. Robert Durst was arrested by LAPD on an arrest warrant that we had no idea in advance that they had uh, gotten issued. So this idea that we are reviewing, and that because we didn't review it in advance, that that was some impropriety. That is dead bang wrong. It's false. It's either ignorance or it's a straight lie. All right, hang on. We'll talk some more when we come back. also want to talk to you about the uh, Karen Bass burglary situation and those two suspects being held without bail. We got John Lewin on, Deputy DA, Major Crimes Division here in L.A. County. On the Sheila Kuehl case, uh, we're talking with John Lewin, the deputy DA of the Major Crimes Division, and he is discussing, uh, we've been discussing the Sheila Kuehl situation and uh, the raid yesterday in connection between a contract that the county gave Kuehl's best friend in the whole world, Patricia Giggins, and this nonprofit she ran, $800,000 worth of money to run a sex abuse or a sex harassment hotline on the metro system that uh, hardly anybody called. Uh, and uh, Kuehl was claiming this was uh, some witch hunt by Villanueva, the sheriff. It actually, came from a Channel 11 report two years ago in September of 2020. We played a clip of that. Uh, last hour, Bill Malugin had done a 10-minute report on it. So it didn't come from Villanueva. He came from... Well, a, a news reporter, which is what the media ought to be doing. Uh, anyway, we were talking about George Gascon already coming out and saying, well, he doesn't think there's anything to this case. Case hasn't been filed yet. But let's get John back on. John, there was, I mean, presumably the evidence is going to be turned over to a U.S. district attorney. I, we heard that there were some federal agents Join the sheriff's deputies there, but nobody seemed to know what agencies they were from. But I guess that's where it would be going if Gascon's not going to do it. So, again, uh, because I take my ethical responsibilities seriously as a prosecutor, unlike the district attorney that I work for, um, it would be improper for me to be, to be commenting directly on a case. But this is, this is what I can say just in general 
is when you have federal crimes, the district attorney's office does not have jurisdiction. There can be some crimes, John, that are both state crimes where we have jurisdiction and federal crimes where we don't. And so, as I know you're aware, the law enforcement in our area, including the uh, LAPD and the Sheriff's Department, were literally taking cases, criminal cases, to the U.S. Attorney's Office because of George Gascon's terrible policies on uh, filing gun allegations, gang allegations, and special circumstance allegations. So if the media is correct that there were federal officers who were involved in the search, then that would potentially mean that the feds would be evaluating whether or not there are federal crimes involved. Now, obviously, um, there are politics that enter in to situations like this, given who is the target and who is in the White House and what those relations might be. If you read the warrant, it sounds like there are a lot of high-profile, powerful people in powerful positions who uh, are certainly mentioned. So I don't have any idea. I would add, though, that when there are comments that, in essence, this is simply the sheriff uh, playing politics. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Considering that originally this was not the sheriffs going out investigating, my understanding is somebody made a complaint. Jennifer Love. It was covered a couple of years ago. So I don't understand how this can be uh, the sheriff is out there trying to settle political scores. How did he do that? It's Jennifer Lowe. She was an employee with Metro, and Bill Malugin had a 10-minute story on it two years ago. Uh, And and for some reason, the LA Times is trying to spin it that it was something that Villanueva pulled out of his hat. And it's it's not. This has been documented what happened. Uh, Malugin had... John, wait, that's breaking news. Are you telling me (laughs) that the LA Times, in their news coverage, is taking an editorial position in in favor of the current power structure, I, that, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I know, I know. We're, we, we live on the edge here. Let me ask you about the wow. Karen Bass case before we go. Uh, so Bass's house uh, supposedly got broken into. Only her two handguns were stolen from her closet. They were in a lockbox, uh, no cash stolen, no electronics, no any other valuables. They arrested two guys, and one is... In jail, he's got a, he hasn't come up with a $600,000 bail. The other one has no bail. Um, is the, I mean, it so, seems to me that, that, that people on, arrested on burglary charges were getting out with very little or no bail. So, again, because this is an active case, uh, I don't even – it's my understanding. I don't know that 
the case has even been evaluated or filed by my office. So it, it would be improper for me to speak about anything with this case. This is what I can tell you. One of the criticisms that we have had of uh, George Gascon, in fact, Karen Bass uh, figures into this too, although she's quickly trying to remake herself as some friend and supporter of the police, her prior positions would seem to be in completely at odds with that. But both of them have really pushed for having little or no bail. George Gascon, since for his entire tenure, has tried to let about everybody out as quickly as he can. So I don't know what's going to happen on this case. I don't know what the facts are of this case. I can tell you this, as a citizen, I heard Karen Bass in that in debate when asked how safe she felt on a scale of 1 to 10 walking around Los Angeles, she said a 10. And I literally started choking on my food. I was eating at the time, which, you know, if you saw me, not that big a surprise. I'm, I'm eating a lot of the time. But I literally spit out my food because I thought, how could somebody think, even postulate that they're going to say that they feel in the current situation on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 in terms of their safety? Well, because they're living in a different world than the rest of us. And then we find out that this anti-gun, anti-police uh, congresswoman apparently uh, is packing heat at the House. <laughs> so, you know, uh, uh, the word hypocrite would seem to come to mind. All right, John. Thanks for coming on. Got to do the news. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. John Lewin, Deputy DA, Major Crimes Division here in L.A. County. John and Ken Show, KFI. Ken's away today. Really eventful uh, Thursday here. Um, earlier in the show, we told you. We opened with the story that uh, Governor Ron DeSantis down in Florida sent two plane loads of illegal aliens to Martha's Vineyard, that wealthy, exclusive island near Cape Cod in Massachusetts. And two planes landed. I think about 50 migrants came off the planes. The whole island is in a tizzy. Now, they had, and I'll explain all this in detail in just a moment, but, you know, they, they had declared themselves a sanctuary for illegal immigrants, um, as did New York, as did Chicago, Washington, D.C., all the mayors, all the political leaders, and, and they made a big show of it, too. There were public resolutions, there were public announcements, uh, and, and a, lot, a lot of empathy was, was, was offered to the illegal immigrants, and they denounced uh, all the coldness and hatred for anyone who didn't agree with them. Uh, now the, uh, you know, th there's over 2 million Two million illegal aliens came over the border this year. Two million. And Texas can't handle it, obviously. So they're sending them out. Which, by the way, Joe Biden was doing too. Joe Biden was landing planes in the middle of the night in various states, uh, redistributing the illegal aliens. So it's exactly the federal government policy. And Abbott and DeSantis have said, we, we can't do this anymore. Do you see those? I don't know if you saw the photos of El Paso where there's just uh, like hundreds of illegal aliens sleeping in the streets. And one local official said this looks like a third world country. I mean, it, 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 if you have any feeling like this is wrong, this is not fair for DeSantis and Abbott to be doing this, you go to the Texas border for a day. You go to a place like El Paso or some of the other border towns, all right? Your hair will fall out. You cannot believe what's going on there. There's simply no place to put anybody. So... All these politicians who declare themselves publicly sanctuary cities who have made it, and that's part of the incentive to come across the border, is it not? 
if you know there are places in a country that'll take you in, no questions asked, and they'll give you food and they'll give you uh, shelter and they'll give you money and they'll maybe get you a job or, 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 or you know, a home, you're going to go. You're much more likely to go. And they just want a virtue signal and talk. Now, our, our empty-headed tin can of a governor, Gavin Newsom, stuck his beak into this and issued a press release letter to uh, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, and I won't read the whole thing this time around, but it's uh, five paragraphs, and he wants basically wants DeSantis and the Texas Governor Greg Abbott charged with kidnapping and racketeering, claiming that some of these um, migrants are are tricked into boarding the buses and planes with promises of jobs in in Boston, big cities, and uh, there's no such thing, and that fraud should be. Uh, should be federally prosecuted, and uh, it should be kidnapping and racketeering. This is what Newsom actually put in print and, and then sent out publicly. Uh, he wrote on Twitter, what uh, DeSantis and Abbott are doing isn't clever. It's cruel. I'm formally, I'm formally requesting the Department of Justice begin an immediate investigation into these inhumane efforts to use kids as political pawns. By the way, I've seen video of these people landing in the various cities, and... Uh, they look perfectly content to be landing there. They're, I mean, they're, they're coming. Uh, some I saw today. Some uh, migrants from Venezuela. Venezuela is it is an ex extreme situation right now. Uh, it's very poor. Uh, they have a socialist dictator as uh, their president, very much like California. And you know, the inflation rate is in triple digits. But here are the different stories coming out of Martha's Vineyard today. Um, the New York Post says that Martha's Vineyard has been thrown into chaos by the arrival of two plane loads of migrants sent by uh, DeSantis. Local officials were told about the new arrivals during a Wednesday night meeting of uh, basically their city council in West Tisbury. Um, the town administrator, Jennifer Rand, said she'd been receiving furious texts from residents. Furious texts, so the residents are really angry. I'm a little unclear about the situation, as is everybody, Rand said, because everybody is scrambling a bit. Rand said 50 migrants were sent to St. Andrew's Church in Edgartown and might be given short-term housing at the Martha at Martha's Martha's Vineyard Agricultural Society. Okay. Um, but there's no beds or showers there. And they don't know how they're going to feed the migrants because the Red Cross in Martha's Vineyard was not participating. And we don't know why. Um, and one uh, person involved in uh, Martha's Vineyard Community Services says, we don't have refugee services. I have no idea about any of this. Uh, a local high school senior named Maria Sanchez Roa said she was recruited to serve as an emergency translator. She said, I was home watching Princess Diana videos. When my mom burst through the door and told me to go to the high school, I'm here because I'm a Hispanic kid who speaks Spanish. Spending the day watching Princess Diana videos. Now, as you know, there's a huge number of celebrities that vacation every summer in Martha's Vineyard, a lot of politicians. Um, Barack Obama bought a $12 million vacation home there. 
it's very wealthy. It's it. In fact, the the median household uh, real estate price is higher than it is in Los Angeles. Like just that. So these politicians are saying this is cruel and inhuman, dehumanizing. Newsom said, "It's one of the richest towns in the whole country. One of the richest towns in the whole world." Uh, meantime, it turns out that Martha's Vineyard residents had put up, uh, had put up lawn signs. You know how there's a lot of people who feel the need to put up their woke po- political signs. Well, uh, according uh, to one Republican, a whole lot of Martha Vineyard's residents are going to take down the "All Are Welcome Here" lawn signs. <laughs> Apparently, that was one of those trendy, cool things that the rich people were doing. Um, there was a group that created the sign listing support for black people, uh, LGBTQ, migrants, refugees, indigenous people, and says, all are welcome here. Uh, and, and now they're texting town officials saying, what the hell is going on? And in fact, here's the uh, here's the sign. The Daily Mail has printed the sign that people are putting up on their lawns. The Island of Martha's Vineyard. We respect women in capital letters. Letters. We value Black lives. We stand with our LGBTQ community members. We stand with immigrants, with refugees, with indigenous peoples, with people of all faiths. We we stand with our community. And and then they reprint that that. Last line in like 12 different languages. All are welcome here. Hate has no business here. Well, it looks like the same people who put up the signs are sending hate texts to the town administrators because they don't want this. uh, They don't want this migrant invasion. I'm telling you, I suspect virtually every person who posts a sign like that on their front lawn is a phony. That all of them are virtue signaling. That all of them would slam the door if they had migrants or any other group show up on their front door looking for shelter and food. Wealthy people don't want any part of this stuff. They just want to preen and prance and signal how wonderful they are. But it's for the uh, poor people in Texas to have to deal with the problems. John and Ken, KFI. I'd forgotten that Harvey Weinstein is here in Los Angeles because he's got another trial coming up for sex crimes. He's already been convicted in New York and he's going to serve 23 years. He's 70 years old. So he's already gotten the death sentence. Uh, He's going to die in prison. Uh, He's way overweight and he's hideous looking. And his teeth are rotting. His teeth are rotting so bad that he's begging a judge to let him get his teeth fixed by a private dentist because the prison dentists want to just pull them out and leave gaping holes in his charming smile. Weinstein was pleading with the judge. He got wheeled into a courtroom here in L.A. uh, yesterday and says, this situation is an emergency. I will pay for the dentist. It will be one trip and one trip only. Now, Weinstein has uh, gone to the prison dentist twice, but he, he, it hasn't 
fix things. And, and the jail dentists have offered him two choices. Pull the teeth out, no replacement, or leave them in to keep decaying. And Weinstein, isn't this, isn't this perfect, though? Isn't this, like, just so entertaining that this big, fat sex pervert, this rapist, is, is, is suffering with rotting teeth in his mouth? And he just either has to go through the indignity of having pulled out with no replacement or just letting him rot until maybe an infection kills him. Uh, Weinstein says, I'm in pain every day. I have cavities and I can't eat because I'm missing teeth. Well, he's going to last a while without food. Um, His attorney, Mark Worksman, says uh, barring him from dental care would be a violation of his constitutional rights. And he'd end up with a gaping hole in the front of his teeth that would make him look ridiculous and like a caricature. As if he's not that already. And he said Weinstein will transport himself and pay for the dentist, but the judge in the case, Lisa Lynch, said it would still involve manpower from the sheriff's department, and that makes the request beyond the norm. Uh, Lynch did not agree that Weinstein looked ridiculous, but uh, told the lawyer to write a, write a written request for the dental work, and she'll review it. Um, and... Then the rest of the hearing was about uh, some of the, when some of the witnesses in the case might appear. It's just more sexual assault crimes, but it's you know it, it's the suffering part. It's it's not just jail, but waking up every day knowing the mental distress that he's going through, and now the obsession with his uh, rotting teeth. All right, we got a uh, we got a lot more coming up on the John and Ken show. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 